The world is changing rapidly. Empowerment is happening actively. Now is the best point in time to connect, share our unique stories. Through life experiences, we're learning from others and discovering our limitless potential, challenging our beliefs and aligning our action to our values, embracing our emotions and transforming ourselves so we can transform the world. Will we trust the progress? Eventually went on this path of self-discovery and you utilize meditation and now it's transformed into a habit, which now you daily do mindfulness. So I'm super excited to learn more about those initial times where you were able to start to cultivate this, this sense of meditation leading into mindfulness. Uh, well, thank you so much for asking. Are you recording now? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I mean, for me, it started in, in college and I was, um, you know, just focused on being an athlete, being a healthy athlete. And I was, um, injured. I was running track and field and sorry, I was trying to figure out how to work this. I was running track and field and I, um, I got injured and I pulled my, um, well not pulled, I hurt my fourth lumbar vertebrae. And, okay. you know, as an athlete, um, you feel like you're invincible. Like, you know, you know, Hey, I'm training, I'm doing, I'm trying to take care of myself. And, so when I hurt my back, um, it was out of the blue. It wasn't while I was competing. I was walking home from class and I got this sharp pain and I fell to the ground in pain. I was like, oh, what is that? And I went to the emergency room and they were like, you have a stress fracture in your fourth lumbar vertebra and you're out for the season. And for me being on full scholarship, I was like, what like what do you mean i'm out for this season like, like it was devastating i was like what's gonna happen to my scholarship like what am i gonna do and my coach was like oh it's okay you'll be fine you'll keep your scholarship you know just you know focus on your healing focus on your school of course it's not anything an athlete wants to hear we want to go out we could peace like my heart my lifeline and so yeah i was depressed i was depressed i was like well what am i gonna do like out you know, you know, when they say you eat, sleep and breathe, check and feel, it was true. Yeah. Like that's who I was. And I was a student as well. And so one of the reasons I was so stressed is that, you know, I was trying to maintain like a 4.0 GPA and then also be like the best on the track. And I wasn't getting enough sleep. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't being mindful. So uh, I was crying in classes. I would be fine. And then I just burst in tears because I was like, what does my life look like without this? And I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. And the teacher suggested that I go to the counselor. And when I went to the counselor, the counselor suggested I try yoga. And I'm a Southern girl, so I'm from Tennessee, and you know, it was very Southern Baptist. So I was like, yoga. 
Like, am I gonna be worshiping statues and like the Buddha and like stuff like that? I was like, ah, I don't know about this. Yeah, I don't know about this yoga thing. And um, she's like, no, 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 it's it's just stretching. So I was like, all right. I mean, I don't have a choice. I'm I'm not happy with life. Like, whatever. And so I go into the class and I'm seeing all these people. I'm an athlete. I see all these. I'm like, this isn't me. Like, they're <laughs> sitting in these uncomfortable positions. This hurts my ankle, you know, trying to sit like I'm sitting now. And Lotus was like, this is painful. Just sitting here is painful. And they're talking, it's going to bring me joy. And I'm not happy. I'm not joy. And so I just felt even more defeated. I felt intimidated. I remember trying to do a headstand and I felt like my brain was going to ooze out of my skull. I'm like, this is not the thing. <laughs> and the teacher saw me frustrated and she was like, Koya, she's like, I want you to just breathe. And she took a deep inhale with me and exhale. And I'm like, <sighs> and I felt this chills in my body. And I was like, oh, I was like, that felt good. I was like, I could do that. I yeah. I could do that. And that felt good. And I remember when I had that feeling before. I remember when I was in church and I kept asking my mother and father, when am I going to know, you know, when to get baptized? They were like, you'll know, you'll know. I was like, well, how much is it going to be a sign? Is it going to be a dove? Like, you know, what's yeah. happening? Like, what is going to happen for me? They're like, you'll know. I was like, oh. She doesn't explain anything, but okay, I'll know. So I'm sitting in service and I feel these chills over my body. I said, oh, that must be it. All right. You know, I, I feel spirit. I'm going to get baptized. And so that same full body like tingle happened and I was like, I'm in the right place. And so I took that as a sign and I stayed in class and it took a whole year for me to heal my back and you know after six months i tried to go back out to the track and it was like it wasn't there so it was very humbling and i you know continued to meditate and do as much yoga as i could do um with a you know with a hurt back and i also added swimming and biking to keep up my health and strength but after a year i returned i won my conference meet in the heptathlon the high jump the long jump the four by four relay four by 100 and led wichita state to its first women's championship wow. so that was my introduction to mindfulness and i saw how during the time when i was at my lowest that just going within and focusing on the breath, which I believe breath is spirit. And that's what we have when we enter this human experience. And that's what we don't have when we leave. But it is our connection to the divine source, whatever you want to call it, God, spirit, ancestors. And with that connection, we can heal trauma. We can do anything that we need to do on this human plane if we learn how to utilize the breath and to calm us down when we need to, to rev us up when we need to, to heal when we need to. And so with this, I was like, oh, goodness, thank you, yoga. I was so excited mm -hmm. and happy and back. I was like, I'm moving to California, going to join the Olympic Training Center. I'm going to go to the Olympics because I'm just getting started, right? I know my body. I know my breath now. And so I moved to California and I, I moved to San Diego and I'm like, yeah, all right. Uh, I asked this guy out of the blue. He didn't know. I was like, can you coach me? He's like, who are you? I was like, you don't know me, but I know you. I looked you up. I think you're the best coach in California. So I want to, I want to train with you and I'm going to be the best. I'm going to get better every day. He's like, I don't know you, but I like you. So let's come <laughs> on out and let's do this. I was like, perfect. I was like, so uh, we started training 
but I fell right back into that same habit, overworking. I had moved out by myself. My boyfriend at the time did not want to come and he didn't really support the idea. I had no family, no friends, nothing in California. So I was a little sad because I was working from like 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. as a personal trainer. And then I would go to the track for the middle of the day and then I would 5 to 10 just to make ends meet and pay this California rent, right? right and right. so I was doing all this and I got right into that, not taking care of myself, not being mindful, focusing on other people like training and you know trying to run my body into the ground. Um, and I got injured again. This time I pulled my hamstring. So I was like, oh. Not again, but then I remembered yoga, which at that time I said, thanks yoga, peace, <laughs> I appreciate it. And I still remember the breath, but I wasn't practicing and I was not mindful because mm -hmm. I went back to overworking myself and not maintaining, maintaining balance with my self-care. So after that, I was like, you know what? I need to know more about why this yoga thing is so good. So I ended up getting my yoga certification. And after that, everything else is history. I fell in love with yoga and I was like, everyone needs to know how yoga can mentally, spiritually, and physically enhance your life. And with my education in exercise science and my minor in business, I was like, I want to, this is going to be my life's work. Like I want to share this with everyone. So that's what I've been doing for the last 20 years of my life. And wow. it's brought me nothing but joy. Nothing but joy. I, I love that. And I did briefly kind of look over your accolades. It's very, very impressive. And I'm I'm just curious to know during this time, I mean, there's there's a lot going on. And the concept of mindfulness is now almost it's almost trendy, right? Now it's like something that's more prevalent and people are becoming more aware. And especially now, people are looking within, they're looking at taking care of themselves and really discovering like who they are. Cause this time is like we all we can do cause everything outside of us is out of our control, right? So now people are looking within. I'm just curious to know your thoughts about how that is kind of playing out and where do you see it going? Uh, it is, it is who we are. Like we are here to live, to love and to be. It's not about the career, the relationship, the job, like all those things can enhance or distract us from love, us from source. I just spent the weekend um, at a spiritual retreat with uh, my Mount Shasta sisters from the spiritual center that I go to and being up in Mount Shasta with the trees and the mountains and just connecting with nature and kind of taking myself away from my everyday work. Nature reminded me that all you need to do is be, and that is enough. And I think sometimes in this human experience, we get so much caught up, we get caught up so much in doing versus mm -hmm. being. When being is enough, we look at the sun as being, the trees are being, the water is being, everything in nature is just being. And so when I feel myself overwhelmed or you know caught up on anything, I, I look at nature and I'm like, oh, let me just be and let me allow myself to be divinely guided. So meditation for me is just that, that tool to keep me divinely focused on being and who I am, which is a vibration of love. And anything I'm reaching for versus allowing, 
I practice non-attachment and I let it go. And I realize that everything is meant for me will be for me. It will come into my life naturally. And when it is time for it to flow, it will flow. And practicing that has been amazing for my life. No, that that's, I love that. I love how you put that. And I appreciate you sharing your story about how you really were empowered through mindfulness, right? And you, and you practice it. And there was times where you kind of fell off, but then you came back. And in the future, right, that, that's just part of how it works, right? Sometimes we, we are so consumed with what we're doing that we forget to do what it is that is going to bring us peace, love, and joy, right? So I love it. Yeah, so often that we forget. And, you know, it's it's easy because the world is filled with all of these distractions, right? And sometimes they're, they're positive, you know, distractions and sometimes not so positive. Like people say healthy stress and not so healthy stress, right? So uh, getting in a new relationship, starting a new career, buying a house, all those are like healthy but they can be distractions, right? Because we get so caught up in it. We forget our beingness and being in love and things get frustrating. And even with the pandemic, it's like, oh, this is happening. And you forget like, wait, why are you angry? Why are you upset? You are love and nothing changes. Just because your external changes doesn't mean you change who you are. And so I think it is for us to remember that despite what happens in our human experience, not forget that we are divine source and that should not change. And so whenever I see that changing based on what I'm choosing in my human experience, I say, all right, time to return to love.